All right, and good night. This is the shrug, and I swear, Ranger, I'm, I'm watching this giant German Shepherd that's about in a standoff with my cat. I don't know why he keeps challenging the cat, because she will mess him up. Hey, we're not going to do that today. Thank you. Yeah, go lay down. Thank you. God, I swear to God. Like, why, why do I have to wrangle these animals? Ranger, leave the cat alone. You've learned. Yeah, that's right. You come lay down. You big bastard. Anyways, I have been thinking a lot about, like, my future, what I want to happen, what I want to be, who I want to be, what. Yes, all of that, okay? And I might have touched on this a little bit in my adulting podcast. I don't remember now. It was a couple weeks ago, and I think I was pretty sauced at that point. But I have started moving towards a minimalist lifestyle, you know, where... And a lot of people, a lot of people have different definitions, but the idea is that you live with exactly what you need. You don't have too much. You don't have too little. You know, the you be you be more but with less. And so, Ranger, I swear, lay down. You're gonna get hurt. And um, so I've been doing that every day. I throw out one item I don't need. I sell an item. I pawn off and I whatever. I'm getting rid of things in my house, and it's been kind of very freeing. I have. I have parred down my book collection about 50%, so I went and sold them at half price books, and I bought all new books for my kid. Mind you, quite a few less than what I had given up, and I still have a lot to go through and figure out, but, and, and now I might be losing some people, because I know people, a lot of people are, like, really big on collecting books. I was, too, but I only, I was only, you could only read so many at a time, right? And the ones I wasn't reading, I was like, okay, am I planning on reading this again? I said, you know what, probably not. Can it get more use if I were to give it away or sell it or whatever? Yes, I want it to get use. I don't want it to just sit on a shelf. And I think that's the very essence of minimalism is finding things to be useful. So I've started getting rid of things that are just, you know, not useful to my life. I And I started taking things off my counters, you know, because there's this whole idea called the convenience fallacy where, you know, you keep your toaster out because it's convenient to keep your toaster out, but you only really use it for a minute out of your day, and the rest of the time it's just sitting there taking up space. Or when you go to clean the counter, now you gotta move everything that's on the counter, okay? I now put, after, so, and they also have this thing called the one-touch rule, right? If you touch it, you deal with it at that point, right? So I use my toaster, I put it away. And then if I wanna clean my counter, it's pretty freaking easy. And it's actually really nice. It gives me a, gives me a system to deal with my mornings, it's like a routine, and you start building on that. And so minimalism also deals with this idea of getting rid of use, wasteful spending or uh, just waste in general. You look for ways to par down your life. And I actually am going to do a whole series on my house. And I wish I had taken before and after photos, but I'm an idiot and don't. Uh, I'm going to take pictures and show off what I have done and what I'm continuing to do. I am not perfect in this. I have so much to get rid of still. But, yeah, I have gone, I have done, gotten rid of so much more than I thought I was possible. Because, again, I loved books. I could stack books from the floor to the ceiling, how much I loved them. But then you ask yourself, you're like, okay, if, is them taking up room worth it? And I was like, you know what? No. It's not, I don't want to have to move them around. I don't want to have to lug them to my next apartment when I move because I'm moving again in June. I only kept this place for a year and I don't really want to stay here. I want to get a new place closer to everything I do. So I thought about it and I was like, man, I don't want to have to lug 
everything again, especially if I'm not constantly using it. So I started cutting down my books. And you know what's nice is you sell enough books, you actually end up with like $30 or $40. And then you can do whatever with that with what you will. I am getting rid of things that, and there's a, another thing. There's so many things to minimalism. And honestly, you can pick and choose what you want from it to add to your life. It's just not being afraid to live to your expectations. A lot of people want a very clean house. A clean house means less clutter. Less clutter probably means less stuff. And a lot of times people think if you just organize it, it's going to look better. You can't just, you can't organize, you can't organize clutter. It, it can look kind of nice, but it's still going to look cluttered. And I know there's people that like, don't like that idea and whatever, what have you. Um, and I've been choosing to do like the, the challenge, which is every day you get rid of one item. Some days I get rid of two items. Um, and again, I do it in different ways. I sell things, I throw things out that I don't need. And uh, my life is better for it. I barred down my beauty routine to bare essentials. And it's been awesome because I realized I was using so much stuff that actually wasn't good for me and or actually wasn't doing anything for me. And I was just taking time out of my life to use it for no reason, which then led to me being more curious about other things. Like I always thought my routine was too complicated to quote unquote natural to wear makeup. I actually would love to wear makeup. I now try um, a very bare foundation. It's a, like a powdered foundation. I never would have done that had I kept everything that's on my counter the way I had. I have gotten rid of things that I have towed along in my life for years that I just never wasn't using. I give them to friends who might need them. I ask people if they need it. I have donated a lot of my kids toys because kids don't need toy stores in their in your house, right? You need to give them enough toys to be imaginative, but they don't need toy stores. And, you know, here, this is my moral case for minimalism. And a lot of times people are like, well, I got to get the next best thing. No, you really, you really don't. Because at the end of the day, we all hear it all the time. Materials are not going to make you happy. And another, I am so bad at just wasteful spending. I will go to Target and drop $100 every day of the week if I could. Because I love to buy things. I love to consume. I am a consumer. Now I really think about it before I buy. And especially with clothes, especially with things that like I don't normally go out of my way. I bought a hat the other day. I don't wear hats. This one was so cute. And I was like, it's 10 bucks. I need this hat. It'll go great with all these outfits. I think I wore it once since buying it. And honestly, I think I'd rather have the $10 back, which is another ideology that minimalism presents. It says... Hey, if you're going to go buy something for under $20, ask yourself, are you going to be really happy with this item or would you have rather gotten 20 bucks back? If it's going to be, I'd rather have that 20 bucks back, you probably shouldn't buy the item. And minimalism points out so many different facets of your life. And I'm going to go ahead and like pull in my reins and I'm going to go ahead and start going through all of them. I'm going to go with the very obvious the financials. So when it comes to not buying as much, you definitely save money and so they're not saying don't go and buy and don't buy. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying buy with intention. And that's what you should do. And so I did, you know, I did my target run and I knew I needed to buy my kid clothes because she's outgrowing everything. I go to the sale rack and I buy things with intention. If I know she's not going to wear it, but it's just my hope she's going to wear it, I don't buy it. Um, my hat was probably my only spontaneous buy because 
everything else I needed. I needed a new pair of shoes because I had gotten rid of all my shoes because I don't wear them. And I, uh, I just, you know, now I think about it, I go, okay, do I really need this? Yes or no? Okay, why do I need it? Am I going to wear it more than once? Am I, you know, and I really think about it. And then it goes with food, food stuff as well. Uh, I don't just buy, I used to buy just a fuck ton of produce and hope I was going to eat it. Now I have plans to eat it. I buy all my produce bulk, obviously. And then, and I, I shop at Trader Joe's because I'm super bougie like that, whatever. No, it's just it's closest to my house and I like their produce. But now I bring it home, I wash it all and I chop it all up same day and I have it ready in my go snack bags. That way I do eat it. I don't, I try not to bring crap into my house because I know if I have crap, I'm going to eat that. And those are all, those are all more things to think about, right? Financially, if I'm not buying crap, I'm not spending money on crap. If I'm not buying as much produce, I'm not wasting or throwing away as much produce and wasting money. And so if I were to say there was an actual definition for minimalism, and there's so many, you should go check out the minimalists. They have, they're the reason I actually got into it. They're from Missoula, which is, you know, I like to say, is, I don't, it's not necessarily where I'm from, but it's definitely what makes me me. I moved around a lot as a kid, but I spent all my summers in Missoula with my grandma and my cousin and my aunts and uncles. And that, that really made me who I am because it gave me an appreciation for outside. It gave me camaraderie. It gave me family and cohesiveness. So when I found out that these guys were from Missoula, I was like, oh, I have to know what they're talking about. This one guy, he was like making hundreds and thousands of dollars a year. He had everything he ever wanted, but he was not happy. He was not fulfilled. He gave it all up and he got rid of everything. He ended up, you know, getting a divorce because, you know, none of the whole materialistic thing wasn't his jam. It wasn't doing it for him. And now he's found minimalism. He's married again. He's found a woman who also shares the same ideals and they give back all the time. And I'm like, man, God, wouldn't it be so nice to not just spend money on yourself, but to give back to a greater cause, but, and not to spend so much money on material things. And that's really what it came down to is I realized I was spending so much money that I was having to work harder to make more money to feed my spending habit. And I was like, oh my God, if I just lived with a little bit below, more below my means, I want to have to work as hard and I could save more and I could invest and I could give to charities when I want to. I could go out to eat and not worry about it. And that's what I want is I want that financial freedom to do those things. And so that's what it says. It says, well, you got to curb your consumerism habit. I'm like, fuck, if that ain't me, confessions of a shopaholic, then I don't know who they could possibly be talking to. I, like I said, I could buy all day. There was a night I was at work. I spent maybe $400 on Amazon just sitting at work. Yeah. Tell me how that makes sense. I'm at work making money and I'm spending it faster than I'm making it. Makes no sense. Cat? No. You don't have to use me as a human shield. Swear to God. Animals, right? So now I'm in this new mindset financially. It's I want financial freedom, which is another reason I'm actually, I'm not downsizing my apartment, but I am giving up an attached garage and I'm going to another area that's right down the street. So it's still the good area, but I'm giving up an attached garage so I can save $500 a month. Tell me how, tell me how that makes sense. 
don't actually tell me. I live in an apartment. Most of the time, you're not going to have an attached garage. And honestly, I don't even use my garage except for my car. If I have covered parking, my car will be okay from hail. Fingers crossed most of the time. I don't need extra space, like an attached garage. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, you know, go get, go get the same square footage of an apartment, but I don't need the attached garage. And I'll save 500 so I can pay off my credit card debt. Um, obviously, you know, I've, I've gone through a divorce. I racked up a crap ton of debt from divorce. You, And then I was uh, unemployed for about three weeks, which really, really didn't help me. And I had taken a pay cut from one of my jobs to getting my uh, internship. And finally, which was another four months of pay cut and living above my means, not on purpose, but because I had a $1,500 rent. And, you know, groceries are expensive, utilities. Long story short, all of that led me to a way where I was like, I don't ever want to be in a position where what I'm doing now is not enough money. And so that's what I'm doing. And right now, what I'm doing now, how I'm living now, staying where I'm at would be fine, to be honest. I could still be saving a lot of money. I could still go out and do whatever I want. I could still take trips if I want. But I want to do even better. I don't want to... I just want to do better. And so I give up the space I don't need. And the garage is super nice most nights, but it's honestly not super necessary all the time. You know, so I was like, that's, you know, that's what I'm going to do. For me, that makes a lot of sense. And so, like I said, it's brought this whole new financial thing for me. I go, okay, am I buying this because I think it's going to bring me happiness? Obviously, it won't. It might bring me a momentary happiness but you know what's going to bring me even more fulfillment is being able to go on a vacation later or to give back to the charities I love there's so many charities that I want to give back to action against hunger uh charity water which I'm reading his name is Scott Harrison he started charity water I'm reading his book thirst and if you haven't read it you need to it is so good and god it just completes me so I'm starting to get more into how can I give back? How can I use what my resources to give back? And so that's one way is to keep my resources, is to not be spending as much. Because I'm not spending as much, I don't have as much stuff in my house. So then, during all this time, I've been parring, like I said, parring my stuff down. I don't clean up as much. I don't have to. I don't have anything to clean up. I don't have to, you know, a lot of times when you go to clean a kitchen, you have to move all the stuff. I don't have to move anything. There's nothing on my counters. And you know what? It takes me 30 extra seconds to move my stuff after using it. I use my blender almost every single day and I put it away every single day instead of keeping it on the counter. That's, it's easy. It is easy. When you start putting it into your routine, it's easy. I have a routine of not keeping dishes in my sink now. There are some days I don't do it and it doesn't bug me. But most of the time I do, I make sure all my dishes are in my dishwasher. I run them, I unload them the next day. Um, there's days when I wash, hand wash my shit because I only have like three dishes. So I'll do that and I'll leave it out to dry. I mean, it's given me so much freedom to choose. And then on top of that, I've also mentioned that like, so food is another thing that people tend to buy a lot of and they don't end up using it or they throw it out. And I'm sure we've all felt that we just keep kale and just to throw it out or spinach. I do that with spinach constantly until I started making smoothies which I need to make a smoothie tonight. And I really wanted to stop doing that. So I started making lists. I was like, okay, I'm going to, and then I said what I was going to use it for. 
costs to really, I've cut my spending on groceries like 75%. Also, I get like, right now I'm on Home Chef. I did HelloFresh, Green Chef, which I loved Green Chef. And now I'm doing Home Chef. So I get exactly what I need, as much as I need, and it doesn't take up any extra room. And I have meals. I have like six meals. I'm good. And I think that has been super helpful. So like if you're looking into that, you should, you should, and you should always have things planned. And a lot of times people are like, you know, you're just lucky because you have time to plan these things. I don't, I don't have time to plan anything. I make time. I make sure that I have the time because if I don't make the time now, it's going to find a way to make sure it's going to force me to deal with it later. So it's been really helpful to just take an extra 10, 15 minutes to make lists and say what I, where I want it to go. And I had to start rallying or timing out my time, right? So half the week I have my kid, half the week I'm working night shift, which means I'm sleeping during the day. Well, I've got 12 hours to drive home, eat something, sleep for hopefully five, six, seven hours, hopefully, then hopefully work out, then go back to work, okay? When, on the days that I don't have my kid. I wanted to make that work. So now I meal prep ahead of time. So I save myself all that. I just eat, go to sleep. Then I wake up at a specific time to go to a workout class, come home, go to work. I have parred down my schedule to ways that work for me instead of the schedule working against me. On the days I'm too tired, I just don't go to class, except if I've actually already signed up, which keeps me accountable because they charge you if you don't show up. Yes, that's right. I have to keep myself accountable. I don't just have the willpower to do it. You can go ahead and mark that down. Money definitely drives me. Money isn't everything, but it is a lot of things. <laughs> um, I don't want to get charged $15 for a class that I didn't show up for when I already pay a membership fee. Like that seems so dumb to me. So I'm like, I've already signed up. I have to show up. This is me being responsible and accountable for my actions. They've been great. I've been doing hit dude, and cycling, <sighs> get your ass, which if uh, anyone in the Plano, Dallas area wants to get together and go with me, let me know, shoot me a DM on Jazz Shrugged, so that's, all of those behaviors, all, all those changes have become, have happened to me because of minimalism, I never would have thought about anything more than what I did, also, okay, did you know most Americans live paycheck to paycheck? No, there's no way. I can't do that. I cannot do that. No, I was like, I can't live that way. And so I'm choosing not to. I buy less. I eat in home more. I do a lot of free things. I take my kid to the park all the time. Um, she loves the park. We play outside as often as possible. We play in the house. Um, you know what? A lot of minimalism people even go as far as to get rid of their TV and cable services. I am not that macho to do because I love TV, but man, can you imagine the lifestyle they lead? Oh man, I bet it's so nice, man. Um, I've also really just been taking my time more seriously because your time is worth a lot. It's worth a lot more than what you might get paid at work and you, sh you should know that, right? So I've been making sure I read a lot. So I listen to audiobooks on my hour commute to work and my hour commute back home. So I, I spend like three days a week driving, or right, three days a week, two hours a day driving to work and coming home. That's six hours of books that I can listen to. I have completed like, 
I think it's five books this year just by doing that. And they're really long books. They're good books. And so it's been really nice to have that time and to use it effectively. Now, what I'd really like to do is get like Rosetta Stone and learn a language, but you know, we got to take it steps at a time. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of times I have people ask me and, you know, I'm also going to school. I'm finishing my bachelor's in nursing science. Um, I find, I have to find time to work on that. You know, it's a lot of online, a lot of papers, you know, I, I find time, I find time. I work on it on my lunch break at work. I work on it when my kid is asleep and when she's taking naps and I find the time to do it so I can also have quality time with her. Not the point. People say, what is it? How do you do that? How do you have the willpower? I say, no, it's not willpower. <laughs> I have to get this done. Who else is going to do it for me? Right? I have big plans. I've been big, big, big aspirations. I am paying for it. I want this to succeed. I want to succeed. So I find time. I make time. And they go, well, well, how? You know, I want to lose weight, but I can never find time. I was like, okay, we well, have 24 hours in a day. If you can't find an hour to work out, you're not prioritizing correctly. That's, you know, that's the cold hard truth. There are days that I don't work out and it's because I am not prioritizing correctly. It's because I want to sleep more. It's because I'd rather lay in bed with my kid. That is a good priority, by the way, because I'd rather stay at home with her and hang out. And so I try to work out on the days I don't have her, but my workout place also has childcare. So, you know, I can if I want. And I do sometimes because sometimes I need a break and I need to work out and that's okay because that's a form of self-care and you you need to include self-care. And again, if you have 24 hours in a day, if you can't find an hour for yourself, you are not doing it right. You are probably spending too much time on social media. I've been trying to par down my time on social media. It's been hard because I fucking love social media. I love it. I don't know if you can guess from my podcast and social, like my Instagram that I do, but I love social media and I think it's a great time. And I think if used correctly is great, but I know I don't use it completely correctly. I spend hours countlessly scrolling. And I know I do because my phone tells me, you average three hours and 45 minutes on social media. Would you like to see what you did? I'm like, no, thank you though. Please don't bring this up again. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I think a lot of times people are just, they just choose not to look at these things. You don't choose to look at financials because it sucks. You don't want to be on a budget. You just want to YOLO the rest of your life away. I get it. Me too. If I could just eat pho and Mexican food for the rest of my life out with someone else cooking, I would. Straight up. If I could go to Pilates classes, yoga classes, and spin classes all the time and not worry about it, I'd do it. If I wanted to brunch every other day, I'd do it. If I want to drink wine, a bottle of wine every night, I'd do it. I could. I'd buy like two buck chuck. Could do it. Still pretty expensive habit if you got to it, right? Um, which I don't. But even if I did, I, um, I a lot of times people don't want to embrace those things. And so you have to kind of sit down and look at it and go, okay, I need to see what it is I really want for my life and what I need to give up to get to that point. I want... I want to have amazing muscles. I want to be, I want to have great arms and I want to have great legs and I want to have a thick ass. I cannot be eating as much sweets as I was. I love chocolate. You give me chocolate, I'm your fucking hoe. Ooh, yeah, that's right. I will do anything for chocolate. You know, Klondike bars, right? They're like, what would you do for a Klondike? I'm like, bro, I'd do some pretty nasty things. Gonna be real with you. 
I would do anything for chocolate. You show up with dark chocolate peanut butter cups, I straight up, I would do whatever you say. I don't even care. But I can't keep doing that because, duh, I don't want it all. Because that's the wrong kind of thick I'm looking for. I want to be fit and I want my body to look good and I want to feel good in my body. Um, and it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I can't tell you how hard it is to not buy what I want at the store. And like again, I say I just don't bring it into the house and I won't be able to eat it. <laughs> but I want to. Like I want to so bad. And that's probably the only point of willpower is I remember that I used to spend like $50 on snack items. And I was like, I can't do that anymore. And so now I buy things. That, and then I think about what thing, how things make me feel. Like fruits and veggies obviously make me feel better than crap <laughs> and cookies. But I love eating cookies. And I try to make sure that I'm eating healthy for my daughter. I want her to see me eating fruits and vegetables as snacks because then she's more inclined to. We do this thing where I bring out some oranges and I go, hey, cheers. And we'll cheers our orange slices to each other and she'll eat them if I cheers her all the time. It's great. Talk about parenting hack. Um, I buy less like fruity drinks and stuff to drink. I hate water. I can't bring myself to drink it. But now I force myself to because it's the only drink that's in the house. <laughs> so I drink lots of water now, which is good for your skin. Thank God. I was going through a terrible time with my skin. It was so dry and scaly and it hurt and it was tight and it was terrible. And so I was like, man, I got to make a, a lot of changes to get there. And I did. I'm, I'm drinking water now. I'm a lot less sugar, a lot less alcohol. I have kind of like my red wine intake has kind of gone towards Olivia from scandal status, but, uh, you know, Olivia Pope status, um, that's okay. That's okay. It's good wine. So I'm having a good time. Treat yourself. But, um, most of the time I don't really drink a lot. I work out three times a week at least. Um, I have eczema, so I have to do UV light therapy, which is a fancy way of saying tanning. That's right. And I have to use special lotions and take special medication, but I eventually got back on track and I've scheduled it all out and I'm doing it and I'm doing my BSN. I'm halfway through my first semester. It's great. It's terrible. I don't really want to talk about it. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Honestly, I'm having a great time. I love writing papers. I don't like stupid papers, but I love papers. And my college is um, really big on community help, which I love. They're, they basically force you. To volunteer, which is great because I'd love to establish myself somewhere as a volunteer so I could continue to give back. I'd love to give back in my community. And I think a lot of people would and they just don't know how. And so this forces you to figure it out or you don't pass. And so I'm hopefully going to go and volunteer in a free clinic that we have as an RN. And that'll be so great. That'll be so great. And we have to do all these projects and these papers. And I love it. We do discussion boards. I Love it. Which, if you are in a bachelor's program, you need to get Grammarly Premium. It is the best $110 I have ever spent on a year, and it is so worth it that you need to do it. I have not gotten anything less than a 95 on anything since getting it. True story. Moving on. Uh, this goes back to you need to look at your life. You need to be accountable for everything in it. If you bring things in, you need to get rid of things too. You can't just constantly be bringing in. You can't constantly fill things up because it's going to overflow. And that's what had happened to my apartment. My apartment is, I don't actually know the square footage. I should. 
Um, but it was overflowing and everything felt so cramped and clustered. And actually it kind of feels that way now because I've actually been pulling things out from like the crevices and I'm trying to get rid of things that I don't need. And it's hard. It's hard because you end up, you don't realize it, but you end up with so much crap you don't need and you don't know how to get rid of. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it slowly. Uh, you know, and the, and the cool thing is as you go through this stuff, you start realizing things about yourself. I realize that, you know, I love getting presents as a gift, but honestly, I want them to be meaningful. I don't just want random shit. I want meaningful things. My friend sent me a bottle of wine today because it's National Bio Nurse Wine Day, but he sent me a bottle of wine and that was a really thoughtful gift, not because I asked for it. Yes, it is, but because it was thoughtful. I don't need trinkets. I don't need gadgets. I need things. I don't need anything, but I want nicer things. I want you to think about what you give me. You want to bring me fresh flowers every week? Don't. I buy myself flowers every week. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I don't need trinkets is what I guess what I'm saying. And I have so many because my dad used to bring us trinkets all the time. And now I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, man, he could have saved so much money if I had just asked for a postcard. And, uh, which is great. Like we should definitely, I don't know how my parents ever I don't know how they ever handled having kids because having a kid is expensive and thinking back on it, my dad had two at the same time. That was expensive. And now he has three, three more. That's expensive. Oh my God. And I have one and that's expensive. Furniture is expensive. Life, living, being alive on your own is expensive. And so I'm just like, man, what if we, instead of giving things we give our time like kids for them love is time and so instead of going out and trying to work extra shifts so I can buy Cassie and all these things I try to make sure I'm giving her quality time and I play with the things that we have and I give her quality items versus like trinkets I used to buy all the dollar stuff at Target which they are good in a pinch I am not bashing them at all but it used to be a lot of the things I'd get I'd spend probably $20 in the small gadget section now I save up and I get her the nice things and she loves them and like I said, you realize quality is better than quantity. Ooh, man, I can speak, I promise. I need wine. <coughs> Ooh, wine. Wrong hole. Mm. That's what she said. Quality is better than quantity. And money isn't everything, but it sure is a big thing. And making sure you're using it correctly shows that you can also... You're responsible and accountable, and I've said those words a couple of times, but you need to start being accountable for your time. A lot of people are always like, I'm so busy. Busy is not inevitable. Busy does not make you better. You are not busy. And I know I've already said that once, and I, I wish I could take it back. I am not too busy to do any of this. I just don't manage my time right. I have started to manage it better. I manage my sleep schedule better. I manage my food time better. I manage time with my kid better. And I had to choose. I had to actively choose that. I have to actively choose to manage my financials. I have to actively choose who I spend my time with. I do not want to just give it away. Because it it's worth so much more than that. You are worth so much more than what you give yourself. And what you give to other people. You do not need to waste your time with people who are not giving you what you also need. Okay? And I think this constantly because I'm in a great relationship. But there are times when he isn't giving me what I need. And I 
guarantee you I'm not giving you what he giving I'm not giving you I am not giving him what he needs and I want to make sure that I'm always adding value to those around me and I want to make sure they're adding value to me because if we're not what the fuck are we doing what existing yeah don't worry I can exist just fine without you right so you need to stop downplaying yourself you need to be fucking accountable for your goddamn time and what you're giving to people and that's why you got to stop complaining. I know I fucking complain a lot. I'm getting over it. I'm learning. It's hard. It is so hard to rewrite your brain. It is. Because you want to complain and it feels good and it's so nice to complain. But if you stop, you will see such drastic changes. And I know. I already see it. The days I complain, I feel it. The days I don't, I fucking know. And it's great. The days... I ask for the things I actually need instead of just pretending everyone already knows. I feel it. I feel respect and love building for myself. I feel it from people around me. I am no longer just going to exist and float on a plane here in the middle on a spinning ball in the middle of space, okay? I am going to be a person who actively and presently takes charge of her life. And you should too. Because... We all deserve that. We all deserve for the real you to show up every day. Y'all deserve me to show up and do my thing. I deserve you to show up and do your thing and to take these words or to give me new words or whatever. And the people in your life, they deserve you to show up and be present and not be lost in some kind of fog. And my kid, she deserves all my time, not just half or half fast. My boyfriend, he deserves me to love him full-heartedly and accept him for who he is instead of trying to change him all the time, which I'm not saying that's what I'm doing. I do ask for a little bit more because I'm very needy, but I'm not trying to change him. He wants to give me these things. He just doesn't realize that's what I want either. And if you don't ask, you never know. And I'm trying to stick to my word more often. A lot of times we're all very flighty. We'll say, yes, let's do it. And then you never follow through. I want to follow through. I want to be the person who follows through. I want to say, let's go get dinner next week and we actually do it. I want to be the person that says, yeah, we need to do this again and we do it. Because there is too often that we say we are too busy. You are not too busy. You just don't care enough to make it happen. And you know what? That's okay too. But we are all fucking dying. We are all going to die one day. Okay? So there is no, there is no, oh, you know, there is time. Because there is never time. And I think we learned that there's never been so much talk about death and dying and the time we have than when Kobe Bryant died, okay? Him and his daughter opened up just tons of people's minds about what the world has to offer and what we aren't giving to it. And you need to give everything because your time is limited. I know my time is limited and there are days I let myself down. There are days my boyfriend lets me down. There are days I let my kid down and I know it. There are days I let my ex-husband and his new wife down. I know it too. There are days sometimes I'm an asshole to them. There's days they're assholes to me. There's days I'm an asshole to my dad. There's days I'm an asshole to my sister. And I go, man, I would do anything to take all of that back because there is no time to be an asshole. Yeah, you can stand up for yourself without being an asshole, by the way. You can stand up for yourself in a good way that is healthy. I can't spell it out directly for you. You have to learn. You've got to be tactful. But I know that being nice is always going to trump being an asshole. 
always. And being nice is going to get you farther than being an asshole. So you should remember that. Self-interest. It is not in your self-interest to be a dick and walk over people. And eventually those people will get what they deserve. Okay? I just want to remind you. I know. I used to be one of those dicks. I was in high school. I fucking sucked in high school. If I could go back and tell myself anything, it would go, Jazz, get off your bullshit. I know you think, I know you think you're great, but you're not great enough. You need to be nicer. You think you're nice? You're not. You are not nice. Be nicer. Do something different. Stop being so fucking selfish. Okay? Start taking your time more valuably. Stop giving it away to anyone who walks by. And that's what you gotta do. You gotta remember. Your time? Valuable. If you're unhappy, change it. Change something. Possibly just your diet. Maybe you're just eating too much crap and that's why you're unhappy. Yeah, there is a mind-gut connection, by the way, guys. You might want to argue and refute the science, but I promise you, if you ate, like, one broccoli piece today, you're probably going to feel better. A lot of times people don't. A lot of people don't eat fruits and veggies. I'm sure if you're listening to a podcast, though, you're probably eating fruits and veggies. Just saying. I'm sure I could find clinical clinical papers on that. You want a peer-reviewed article on the, how many people who actually eat fruits and vegetables listen to podcasts? I could find that pie chart for you. I'm not good. Looked it up a lot. I got really into a soapbox and I really want to like hone it back in. I just want to remind people how amazing they are because we are amazing and we have so much capacity to be amazing and love each other and be there for each other and be these amazing things if we got out of our own way. And I'm sure I say this every week because I get so passionate about it. We were meant to do more than pay bills and lose weight. We are meant to love each other. And I don't know what you need to hear to get out there and start act actively giving more love. But please, for the love of God, hear me. The people around you deserve your love. You deserve their love. And I know it is so hard. I'm probably going to start crying because that's what made me cry in grace today. I know it is so hard some days to like yourself. I know there are days that you can't even look at yourself in a mirror. Trust me, because I've been there. There are days that... I am so mad to exist that I can't even look at myself. There are days that I am so upset with how I feel. And I'm so mad for being upset with myself for being upset. Anyways, it's a vicious circle. You deserve to show up for yourself. You deserve to show up for the people around you. And not only do you deserve to show up, you deserve to give 100%. You deserve to give 150%. You deserve the self-care. You deserve the break. You deserve that chocolate. You deserve the wine. You deserve everything in your life. I'm not saying go out there and be an entitled prick. I'm saying go out there and love people and everything that happens for you after that, you'll deserve it because it, you only get good things back if you put good things out. I cannot stress this enough. We need to stop being assholes to each other. I love you. And if no one else tells you that today, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm here for you. I need you. I need you here. Because without you, I wouldn't have something to talk about. I wouldn't have people to talk to, okay? If that's all you need to remember today, without you, my podcast would mean nothing because there's no one to hear what my message, right? You can't have a message without a receiver, okay? I can't talk without someone to listen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And someone, me, I love you. I believe in you. Whatever you want to do, tell me about it. DM me. I want to hear all your dreams and passions. You got a business? Tell me about it. I'd love to promote you. If you've got a book that you want me to promote, tell me. If you got a book you think I should read, tell me. 
I want to hear all your thoughts because I think you are important and I think you were placed here for a goddamn reason. Don't know what it is yet, but I'd love to help you figure it out. So you should definitely check out minimalism. It's given me this whole new perspective on life. And I think it would do some wonders for you as well. But this has been Jazz. I'm going to sign off now because I actually do have to go to bed. We've got swim lessons in the morning. And that kid's probably going to wake up in about 30 minutes asking for some more milk. But, you know, I love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me do what I do. Follow me on Instagram. It's Jazz Shrugged. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and rate my podcast and rate R-A-T-E and share it with everyone you know. Thank you again. Have a good night, y'all. Oh my God, where's the stop?